Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Phil Mackey. I am so sick of you right now. You make me want to puke. I mean, honestly, I want to puke right on this microphone. Judd Zolgad. I think you're clueless. I think you're entirely clueless. Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. As I lay in that that surgery bed eight weeks ago, thinking about uh, this moment, uh, obviously side going a little differently, but uh, I'm proud of our guys for the way they played the last few weeks. Uh, Today, at this point, I didn't play very well. Ryan under center. Tosses Freeman right side. Needs a block. Gets it. 20, 15, 10. Freeman will walk into the end zone for the Falcon touchdown. Go, Brad, go. I'm just wondering if you think Brett Hundley could have won a few more games if he chewed less bubblegum. <laughs> I don't think bubblegum. You know, Cam chews bubblegum. Do you notice that? He's right up there with Pete Carroll. Well, Pete Carroll chews bubblegum. Those are guys. I don't think there's a correlation between success or lack thereof in bubblegum. It just seems like it, it, it distracted him enough. Go, Pat, go! Hit on the problem right there. All that damn bubblegum Brett Hundley was chewing. They could have had an extra win in there somewhere. They'd be in the playoffs you know? now if he just hadn't chewed all those sticks of gum. Yeah, they wouldn't have to be uh, rooting for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night, which missed narrowly a field goal. How long was that field goal? 50, 50 some? 54. Yeah. Man, just close shave of the right upright there. And the uh, Falcons pull off a win, thus eliminating the Green Bay Packers from the playoffs. Um, Vikings MVP ballot. We got into this earlier in the show. <laughs> yes, and it's funny, like, it sparked a multi-segment debate across the radio airwaves uh, and email and Twitter. People hate When Collar said instantly, oh, he, Case Keenum is not even in my top five Vikings MVP ballot. Right. Which I think it depends on. on how, we have to declare this before we do the ballot. Are you is MVP for you defined as just the best player and the best you know the best performance? Mm-hmm. If so, LeBron James should be the MVP pretty much every year, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, or is it the widest gap between the player we're talking about and then whoever would replace him? Or hey, if you took this player away uh, because of these circumstances, the team would then look like this. I'm kind of caught between there. In my in my opinion, if we're doing a Vikings ballot, it should be defined by. By your play this year, so best player, I guess. So best players. If that's the case, but that being then said, Case still Keenum difficult. is not in my five. See, he is still in in my five. Okay, I can I can justify that. He's not my one. That's the thing. And and where, where Collar got heat is he said uh, Harrison Smith first and got a note immediately saying that he was a moron. 
Actually, actually there, here's another email. Okay, good. The, the, the Matt and okay. Judd are idiot emails keep coming in. Let's hear them. Uh, Mike emails Mackie and Judd at 1500ESPN.com. Do Collar and Judd rip Case Keenum on the hockey podcast, too? Once in a while. <laughs> Do Nick Keenum. They all get convoluted. Uh, it's amazing. I always like the backups, too, to the backups. Uh, Bill emails in. Yep. Matthew Collar sounds like Steve Urkel. That's not fair. That's uncalled for. <laughs> that is uncalled for. He does not sound like Steve Urkel. Maybe a little bit. Wow. A, a little bit, yeah. All right, you were saying? Okay, so so I think it's best player. So my five my five go thusly. Harrison Smith is my one. When you watch him play, the contributions he makes uh, both on the field during the course of play and also basically guiding that defense makes him my top choice. Xavier Rhodes is my two. Teams don't throw towards his side of the field. It's bizarre to watch, uh, but he he qualifies as a shutdown corner. You don't test him, and so when when you're playing teams with great players, guess what? The great player eliminated sometimes. That's a big deal to me. Xavier Rhodes is two. Keenum is my three. Keenum deserves credit for taking for taking a situation that is that is very good for him, but also being outstanding in in the context of that. So I put Keenum three. I put Riley Reef four. Riley Reef has made an enormous difference. Your left tackle position last year was a complete mess. And if Khalil came back and played, Khalil would be Khalil, which wouldn't be great. Riley Reef has been very, very good. And five is tough. Linval Joseph. Griffin's not on, on my top five, which wow. is very difficult. But Linval He's Joseph. He's going to wind up with like 15 I know. sacks. And I'm not saying I'm right, but Joseph is a dominant nose tackle. So my top five are Smith, Rhodes, Keenum, Reef, and Joseph. Uh, you and I are very close on this. I'm going to cop out a little bit here, but m- number one is Harrison Smith. I think in terms of best and widest gap between, if you were to put Jaron Curse in there instead, I mean, just Harrison Smith is one of the most instinctual and div- diverse secondary players in the NFL. He can he can tackle, he can cover, he can uh, he can come off the edge on blitzing. He can pretty much. He can alter his decision making as the ball is snapped as well as uh, as well as anyone in the league. Mm-hmm. So he's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, Linval Joseph. Just uh, the the fact that he is so high maintenance for offensive linemen. At the very least, you just have to account for his existence with two bodies on a regular basis. Um, number three, Adam Thielen. He has legit turned into one of the five to six most reliable receivers in the NFL, and because of his presence. Yeah, and, and not that he deserves full credit, but Sam Bradford and Case Keenum have both had career performances this year, and I think that matters. Uh, number four on my Vikings MVP ballot, Everson Griffin, just an absolute terrorizer of opposing quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And number five, it's a bit of a cop-out, Elfline plus Reef are tied for five. Law firm. And Case Keenum is sixth. And it sounds like shade. It's yeah, it not. Does. It's so not now you're, shade. You're He's casting sixth. the shade, not me. I He's put him three. And Xavier Rhodes is seventh. Oh wow! You list. left Rhodes off your top five. That's right. But you could play that game with anyone. I know. I know I, you could. If I listed uh, Reef, Elfline, let's just say Reef, uh, Linval, Harrison, Thielen. If I said and Thielen's out of my five, you'd be like Thielen's out of your five. I left. That's him how out. good this team is. I left him out. Six five one six four six eight two five five. Howard. Number one is Linval because everything starts up front. And as much as we're getting the outside pass rush, if you're not stopping him up the middle, and if he's not taking two people on, 
it doesn't happen. And number two is Kendricks because there's no linebacker playing better right now in the league than Kendricks. And, he's, and you're playing a 4-3, take in the middle. Forget about even the interception this, on, on Sunday. This defense is the most dominant defense. I told you guys this three months ago since the Baltimore, since the Ravens. And that goes middle and it goes middle linebacker. After that, you can have your choice. And if you don't have the quarterback in the top five, then you don't realize how good this offense is. Yeah, I can't fight Howard on Kendricks being in the five. Thanks, Howard. Or uh, Joseph being one. I can't either. I can't. There, I think there's about eight choices here. None are wrong. Yeah. Um, looking, too, at the Vikings defense, just the statistical snapshot the biggest thing we praised the 0-9 team for defensively was just the Williams wall stopping the run. You could throw a little bit on that defense, but good luck running, right? And Jared Allen got this sacked, defense yes. is allowing it's second in the NFC, allowing three and a half yards per carry. Yep, and that doesn't even you know count the fact that they just destroy quarterbacks on a weekly basis. Uh, Ed, we're we're doing our Vikings MVP ballots uh, top five. What do you think? Um, I I think Case Keenum. I really believe uh, it may be a one-year phenom, um, but if it wasn't for the quarterback this year, I don't think the Vikings would be where they're going to be. You know, the defense is a unit as a whole, and they're a great defense. Mm-hmm. But as a quarterback, Keenum is really standing out, and uh, that's who I would go with. Uh, it's a one-time thing. It may not be next year. He may not be with us next year. But right now, he's done things that none of the other quarterbacks have done. Yeah, I mean... Go he, get him, Ed. Thank you, Ed. Ed is... Listen, to once again say, Case Keenum's done a fantastic job. My only point is, there's a lot at work here, and and my overriding feeling about this is, this team starts with defense. So it's very difficult for me to look at that group and say the MVP doesn't come from the defense. Keenum has, Keenum deserves credit, but once again, I'll go back to what what I said before. So does Reef. So do the running backs who have done a fantastic job. To your point, so does Thielen. So does Diggs. The tight ends. The offensive, the offense's success has been has gets spread around in my mind to a lot of. Of people, you know, they, I, 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 I don't think go, that's unfair to say. I kind of go back to the the to the, the um, 1998 Vikings too, mm-hmm. and say, where okay, where would you put Randall Cunningham in your 1998 Vikings MVP? Mm-hmm. So off the top of your head, much like with Keenan, oh, top three, right? Because Cunningham had um, 3,700 yards in in only 14 starts, and he had 34 touchdowns and 10 picks. Mm-hmm. Upon further review, and he had an amazing season. If I were just Okay, what are the reasons for that success? You can't ignore Randall McDaniel and Jeff Christie. Great offensive line. You can't ignore Randy Moss and Chris Carter. You can't ignore the fact that you know John Randall was a monster on defense during that time mm-hmm. in his career. And Robert Griffith was uh, a very good defensive player. So I would, in 98, I would put Cunningham out of the three and maybe even like fifth or sixth on that list as well. That doesn't mean he didn't have an amazing season and didn't capitalize on the situation. So, Dave, your thoughts? I think you guys are looking at it all wrong. (laughs) I I think you and apparently everyone else who's emailing us. Talk to us. I mean, the the biggest cliche is the quarterback is the most important position, not just in football, but in all of sports, right? You can argue maybe it's a pitcher, maybe it's a goaltender, whatever. But. I think it's, it has to be weighted. You know, there's a reason the Heisman Trophy goes to quarterbacks nine out of ten years. It's just it's it's the nature of the game itself. 
Well, let me ask you this. Who's the MVP this year of the L.A. Rams? Just off the top of your head, who do you think? Sean McVay, in my mind. But yeah, probably Sean McVay. Okay, um, now be real. I would say, uh, if I'm, and this is not having followed very closely on a game-by-game basis, I would say Andrew Whitworth as a left tackle. They plucked him from the Bengals. He was there for eight or ten years. Aaron Donald? Aaron Donald a, a is about to get paid. He turned on a contract. Aaron Donald is a freak and a monster. Yeah, he's a monster. Uh, Todd Gurley's versatility, too. Todd Gurley is in that mix yeah. before you get to Jared Goff. I, I noticed Goff. you guys didn't say Greg Zerline. He's the top kicker in the league. Okay. It's just it's not that it's not as important as the quarterback or the running back. You need to have a good kicker, but if you don't, if you have Kai Forbath, you can still get by. It's You can get by without a an elite safety. But the way uh, um, uh, Case Keenum has played this year, it's maybe not as good as Harrison Smith has been. But it's the importance of the position. I just find I, I find the need to have to say it, it's the the QB now to be curious. Like I don't understand how do you not if, if you watch this team every game. How do you not come away saying, "My gosh, this offense operates so well as a whole"? Actually, let me let me flip around this way. First of all, we are splitting hairs in that there's a 53 man roster, and Dave is saying Keenum's number one, and I'm saying he's number six. Like it's okay, maybe he's third. We yeah, all think he's having a great season, except for Judd and Collar, who just hate him and yeah, want him to be terrible. gone. Um, just kidding, Judd. All right, <laughs> could I flip it around this way and say? The Eagles, the Rams, and the Vikings. If Nick Foles, second-year Jared Goff, with a coordinator in his headset before every single play telling him what to do and what the defense is doing, and career backup Case Keenum, if those three guys can look like potential, what did I say, Foles? Yeah, Foles, Goff, um, and even even Carson Wentz to some extent as a second-year guy, and, uh, and Case Keenum, if they can all look like team MVPs, is it that those guys are team MVPs or that... Holy crap, the 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 infrastructure as a whole is so impressive that you could put 40 different quarterbacks in with the Rams, 40 different quarterbacks, including Nick Foles, in with the Eagles, and the same with the Vikings, and they would all kind of be propped up. That's, that's my no, perspective And on you it. have no clue until it, it's taken fr- from them. I mean, that's why we've seen Brady... Rodgers, Wilson now, I guess. We've seen them put into into situations where the infrastructure is shaky. And guess what? They still win. They elevate. Yes. But but there are five of those guys in the world. Five, right? Maybe five? Yeah. There's I not mean, a lot. Even, even Drew, you know, Drew Brees offensively has, is 5,000 yards per season. But even and, like those teams finished with seven wins three years in a row. And, when, and Wentz might be that guy. I, I have no clue. But when I watch Keenum, he's a 29-year-old about to turn 30. He has never had this success before, and everything has come together perfectly, and he has capitalized. Yeah, Credit to him, but does that make him part of that group of four or five? Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, like, here's here's a question from No in a Jar. No in a Jar. Interesting name on Twitter. Uh, Besides Favre, which Vikings quarterback in the last 10 years would you insert into this offense and have it run the exact same way, including Teddy? With Case's escapability and efficiency, who would run it as good or better? Two two parts off that. Mm-hmm. Number one, the Vikings have had a cesspool of quarterbacks that can't even stick in the NFL. Like Christian Ponder is out of the NFL five years later. Yeah, Joe Webb's still in the league. He is still in the Joe league. The That's correct. Um, secondly, mm-hmm. if I think there are, let's say I think that Tavares Jackson would look good in this offense, mm-hmm. I can't say that without being laughed at, and we would never know. Like we would never know because you're trying you're. You're judging Teddy Bridgewater from two years ago without Adam Thielen, with a bad offensive line, and with not as good of a defense. 
And you're using that, like in this case, uh, no one ajar on Twitter. And he's saying like he is sure in his mind that no one other than Case Keenum would be to able do to do this. Yes. And I am saying that there's and probably 30 or 40 quarterbacks that because of how well they've built this team over the last four years would be able to but, take advantage. Alex Smith would be an MVP in this offense. And he actually, he's putting up crazy numbers with Kansas City this yes, year. But that's a credit to Case. And we're all saying that. But you're right. We we don't know. I mean, they've taken the thing I give them credit for is they did a very good job this year of going out and finding a guy who, if something ha- happened to Bradford, could step in and play. And he's done a great job. The dangerous thing, though, is if you now assume that this is the future, this is forever, this is the next five years, that's a big leap, folks. That's a big leap to make. We've seen this before. So this is not to discredit him. But also, don't ever forget this. This team is built around its defense, and its offense is very operational and at times very good and can be impressive. But this team's foundation, the building block of this team, if this team is going to win a Super Bowl, They are going to do it because they built their team around defense. They're going to do it because they hired a head coach four years ago who the GM said, I can't find Rodgers, I can't find Stafford, and at that time, hell, I can't find Cutler. So what can I do? I can go out and hire a guy who I think has the mentality and the smarts to stop quarterbacks. 651-646-8255-877-615-1500. If you want to give your Vikings MVP ballot of uh, one through five, we can also take them on social media. We'll get to some questions later this hour. Luther Brookdale Toyota is a proud sponsor of the Mackie and Judd Show, also of the Touch Em All podcast on our podcast network. And Toyotathon is the biggest sales event of the year at my favorite car dealership that my family and I have been going to for three-plus decades. A great opportunity for you to get into the Toyota you want and save big money. Luther Brookdale Toyota is offering 0% financing on 15 different models right now, including the incredibly popular RAV4 with the spaciousness of an SUV, the handling of more like a Camry, and it's one of the most popular SUVs in the world. You can get into one for $199 a month on a three-year lease with some reasonable money down. Uh, Also, a 2018 Camry for just $189 a month on a three-year lease. Uh, go check out all of the new vehicle selections during Toyotathon and all the great deals on the corner of 694 and Brooklyn Boulevard. It's Luther Brookdale Toyota. Mackie and Judd now continue. Oh, come on. On 1500 ESPN. Come on. Football. Football. Hey, can I hit that quarterback in the face? I want to do it. Oh, man. Uh, it, it's actually pretty amazing that we went through that whole conversation about Vikings MVP ballot, which if you want to chime in, 651-646-8255-877-615-1500. We went through that entire conversation, and Anthony Barr's name didn't even come up. And I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that he should for sure be in the five, but like Anthony Barr is much closer this year to the player he was as a rookie in second year. Oh, absolutely. uh, Or I guess as a rookie. You know, there's just something missing there. And, you know, Coaches questioning his motor, and even he admi- admitted in the offseason that maybe there's an injury involved and they are just trying to cover it up. But, but he's been really good this year, yes. He has. Um, and, and one other thing I would point out about this defense, sacks don't always tell the whole story. The Vikings are mid-pack in the NFL in sacks. Mm-hmm. And all too often we base success defensively individually with players and as a team. Uh, did you did you finish the job? Did you get to the quarterback? And if you look at the Vikings team sack totals, Everson Griffin has 13. Daniil Hunter has seven. Mm-hmm. 
And then you got to go all the way down to Brian Robinson and Linval Joseph, which have three. And a few other guys have like one. Tom Johnson has a couple. It's not like they have three 10, 12, 15 sack guys. But they get a ton of pressure. They get pressure. Yes. And they they make the quarterback and go where they they dictate where the quarterback's going to go more often than not. And here's the thing uh, to keep in mind, too. This defense. We have seen, in the last 30 years or so, we have seen times when the Vikings defensively have been very good in certain areas, right? Defensive line has been very good at, at times. Um but you tell me the last time that you can recall a defense that this team had that was this complete. That's my thing. I mean, your line, linebackers, secondary. There's no place where you say, oh, my gosh, that's bad. Now, now I think there's a core group of five or six absolutely key players. But there's no area of this defense where you're like, well, that can be exposed. That's what I'm saying is what makes this defense potentially so <laughs> tough is I don't think that you can really game plan to just beat it. Like, you can't say, I'm going to expose Barr. You're not going to do it. Now, you might try. You you might find a, a weakness of his, but you're not going. There's no one set area of this defense that you're going to, to exploit. I mean, teams have been going at Trey Waynes all year long, right? They don't throw at Rhodes. They throw at Waynes. And Waynes has done a very good job. Yeah, the, the other thing, too, for the, for the long haul, if you look at the ages of these Vikings players, too, on defense, you know, there's a couple guys. You know, Brian Robinson's getting up there. Terrence Newman is 39. I mean, Brian Robinson's probably going to retire. He's 34 years old. And Terrence will soon, too. Yeah. Yep, Terrence Newman. But Eric Kendricks is 25. Mm-hmm. Anthony Barr is 25. Harrison Smith is only 28. And you can last longer as a safety in the NFL because you don't have to have the burning speed as a safety right. as you would as a as a cover cornerback. Yeah, he'll play for a long time. So barring injury, and he does play kind of a kamikaze style, but yeah, he could play for another five plus years. Uh, Trey Wayne's twenty five years old. Even Linval Joseph, defensive tackles. That's another position. You don't have to have elite speed. You just have to be strong, take up space, and be able to tackle on the interior. He's only twenty nine years old. They got Linval Joseph after his is rookie he really contract. Only, he's only twenty nine. Yes, twenty nine oh, years that. old. Wow. Xavier Rhodes is twenty seven. Everson Griffin's 30, uh, but the way he's playing, he looks like he's 26. And actually, he didn't play a ton of snaps early in his career. Right. So he probably has, I don't know how, if that if that translates directly. Well, I didn't play snaps for two years, and so now I get to tack on two more years. Um, so it's it, Tom Johnson's 33. He might at some point. But Daniil Hunter's 23. So most yeah. of the core pieces here, the guys that we're putting on our MVP ballot and the guys that are going to be going to the Pro Bowl, they're going to be around if you can keep them financially under your salary cap. Which I bet you can. That, that's the, the one thing this team is very good at. This team, cap-wise, is really, really good. And but, but once again, the key to this is what? The key to this is do you pay your quarterback a lot? Well, that's a good discussion. We'll have that a million times in the yes. offseason. But if you think about it, it's, really, it's even more dangerous in a capped league to get a little bit high on an average quarterback being propped up by a roster. Because when you wind up paying an Andy Dalton $20 million or a Joe Flacco $20 million, guess what? You cannibalize the pieces that made them look like a $20 million quarterback, right? So, Joe... You wonder well, why well, the tweets why, are going to start coming in now. Why are the Ravens no, such right. a mediocre team yes. since Joe Flacco signed the contract? Oh, I don't know, because... $15 million a year or more goes to him and instead of the pieces that propped him up to begin with. And now Diggs leaves. That's sure. a th- that's a 1,000% right. But it will get people to say, oh, you no, this is this is why you have to decide. You, you have to make a 
a invested yet smart decision. Rational, right? You have to back away and say, was what we saw sustainable for the long term? Yeah. Because like, if you're if you're going to give Case a big three year contract and a ton guaranteed, it's going to come from somewhere. Think about it this way: if let's say because because there is no middle class in the NFL's quarterback, uh, you know, financial scheme. If you have to go from paying Case Keenum two million dollars to let's say eighteen or twenty million dollars, that might be on a three year deal or something. Mm-hmm. That might be three guys. Who helped him perform to this level sure. that are gone. Like you mentioned, Stefan Diggs. All right. Well, hey man, sorry. God, we're paying Case Keenum $20 million now. And we right. have Thielen already under contract, so we, we gotta say goodbye. We'd love to keep you up, but we and, can't. Uh, and now you're gonna have to roll with some inferior receiver. And then defensively, hey, we're paying Case $20 million now, or whichever quarterback it could be. It could be Nick Foles, it could well. be anyone. Um, we're paying on $20 million now. So, hey, Linval, we can't afford Offensive that. Offensive line, contract. too. Don't forget that. Yeah, hey, sorry, Pat Alfline. Yeah, that's that can't happen. Yeah, or if, if it does, it's going to be big, big trouble. Yeah, something to consider. Look at us breaking things down. Of course, <laughs> it, it'll be accused as case hate, but that's okay. Hashtag case hate. Stop the case hate. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's contextualization. It's proper context. We are we are People context radio on airwaves. People aren't used to that. We are context. They're radio. used to Viking love, purple Kool Aid, Barney the dinosaur. There. Okay, I feel better now. I feel cleansed. Six five one six four six eight two five five. Mackie and Judd, what's up, Tyler? Hey, how's it going? Well, good, I'm man. Defend you guys. The MVP talk. It's most valuable. Obviously, is you can interpret that a lot of different ways. But when you have a guy at quarterback, who who is the most difficult to replace? We've seen two quarterbacks play really well in this system. I don't think Cam Newton, or excuse me, I don't think Case Keenum can be in the top five because you could easily replace him with somebody else who could do maybe not as well, but just as well. See, I thought, I thought it, it's funny because I thought Tyler was going a different direction there at first, but to your, to your point, which I agree with, if you were to ask, if you think case Keenum is the absolute MVP of the team and he's in the mix, like we're, we all agree he's in the mix, yeah, but, yeah. but if you thought that, if you think that now, what if we would have said, all right, Hey, knowing what you know about case Keenum before he takes the field as a Viking, but he's the backup Sam Bradford's out. And Case Keenum's going to play really well this season. Who would you dish out the credit to? Wouldn't you say, "Wow, this this team propped up a career backup quarterback to play well"? Uh, a lot of other pieces deserve credit for that. In addition to Case Keenum, I would agree with that. I think that you have to give Case credit for playing well, and, yes. and you guys have been. But yes. to call you idiots for the takes that you got—I mean, that's <laughs> that's crazy talk, you guys. Come on, Vikings fans, be be smart, be yeah. real. Tyler, thank you for Great the, call, uh, the validation there. We appreciate it. We'll take. It's validation we'll radio. Six five one six four six eight two five five. How great are we? Really great? Sort of great? Or just great? <laughs> well, and and oh, and listen, I don't necessarily agree. I don't think that that you could plug just any QB in to replace Case. But I do think that there is a list of guys who could come in and play very competently. And that's all from day one after Bradford got hurt. That was what you wanted, right? Put it this way. This is a dream roster and set of coaches and a dream stadium for every quarterback in the NFL, even the ones in great situations. If you're this is this is part of, you know, actually, this is a great way to gauge to, you know, how good is a guy? If you were to go to Aaron Rodgers right now and say, would you switch circumstances? What do you think he'd say? 
in a freaking heartbeat, he'd come play will for I this play Vikings for, roster. Will I play for the Vikings? Maybe. Yeah. Um, yes. You know, if you put, you know, if you put Matt Ryan on this team, but with this team, with this coordinator, guess what? He'd probably win another MVP award because Matt Ryan is a really good quarterback who last year had Thrived in a great system. offensive yes. coordinator, and yep. uh, and then that guy went and left. So, anyways, uh, uh, let's take one more call on this. One more call. Six five one six four six eight two five five. Shay. More praise. I hope. What's up, Shay? Hi guys, happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to you as well. I feel like I've gotten a little bit dumber listening to your conversation. Well, not I, I, okay. Then forget praise about the happy Tuesday. Praise I time hope is you have over. A terrible Tuesday. Praise Shay. time is over. Go ahead. You no, know, Trubisky, Kaiser, many other backups, many other starters could not have replaced Keenum and and been as effective as he is. You just named two rookies who've played five minutes. Okay. Well, you said forty quarterbacks. So okay. Just to make the rest of my point, he has a great sense of space on the field. He has a great escapability. He's, he's mobile. He's been a good team leader. Mm-hmm. You know, just look at him, uh, how excited he was about uh, Bridgewater's return. I'm not saying that, you know, he's, you know, going to come back next year and be, you know, Ben Roethlisberger or whatnot, but he's, a, you know, a very good quarterback. And I think in this kind of view of, like, let's just forget everything we've seen here. Let's pretend like we didn't see this whole season. Let's pretend like we're just – you know, uh, we know that Bradford got hurt and the backup came in, and now we're 11-3. and three. I think that's really shortchanging um, his his contribution to how he's improved his team. I don't think that that's what we're saying, though. No, it's not. I, I think not. that you're that's losing. And I haven't heard your whole conversation. I've just heard maybe your last segment. Here. Okay, yeah. No, no, no. It's it's We are, we are basically— It's ha- been pretty negative. See, it hasn't been. It's been—we've been—my whole thing for weeks now is I'm praising the entire offensive system. Thanks, Jeff. Case Keenum has been a great fit in a system that has been brilliant. Here's I, the new rule. You can't okay. talk about Case Keenum unless you put a Hall of Fame ring on his finger, figuratively, uh, and a Super Bowl ring— and a jacket, like that's apparently that's the only way you can talk about Case Keenum and I'm, and have it serve all of Vikingsville. I'm trying to say this. God. This starts with Pat Shermer. That that's my point. I I can't. No, he's a bum. Okay, there there are there are certain things <laughs> in this town that for a long time Vikings wise have not been good. Cornerbacks. You now have a brilliant one, Xavier Rhodes. Appreciate him. You don't see him often or ever with this team. Okay, that's one of them. Offensive coordinator. Think about how many times on a Monday after a game we've talked about that spot. What was Musgrave doing? What was Childress doing? Think about the amount of times where we saw game plans and you said to yourself, that makes no sense. And this year, it all makes sense. It's all well done. Quarterback. I give Keenum credit, but my whole thing is I'm trying to spread I'm trying to spread the credit to the people that deserve it. It's not just one guy. And somehow that ends up being, I don't think the quarterback's good. I know it's it's a it's the problem is it's a it's such a black and white communication society. Yeah, you literally if you don't say that he's the MVP of the league and the 100% MVP of the team, then you're ripping him and you're being too negative. Um, there are a lot of times where you are, in my opinion, too negative about Minnesota sports and too negative on this show. But this is such a level-headed, reasonable praise of the the things around Case Keenum. Yeah. So I, I guess when I say 40 quarterbacks could would step in here and thrive. Am I saying that there are 40 quarterbacks better than Case Keenum in this system? No. But what if you took Jacoby Brissett, for instance? Jacoby Brissett has been very, very good in his two games with the Patriots last year. And then uh, he's been he's been pretty solid as the the guy coming in for Andrew Luck with the other uh, Colts this year. Um, yeah, you know, he's 
60% completions. That's a train wreck organization. Train wreck. Mm-hmm. No offensive line, no weapons to speak of. They can't find a running game. Their running back is like 50 years old. They can't play defense, and they're bad. They're poorly coached. Mm-hmm. If you put Jacoby Brissett in this offense, he'd be putting up the same numbers, if not better, than Case Keenum. He would be. But, like, you can't argue that without it sounding like you're casting shade upon Keenum. So I'm sorry. Let's move on. Questions coming up next. What do you got for us, Dave? I'm going to ask about some of your other controversial opinions, <laughs> why you hate Jason Zucker, Jimmy Butler, and Brian Dozier. Wow. Dozier? Yeah, you hate them all. All right. Before all we get terrible. to uh, any of that, I want to vouch for uh, someone I know is an MVP. An MVP of the Twin Cities real estate landscape. His name is Chris Lindahl, and his team is the best team for sure in the Twin Cities when it comes to selling your home or finding that new home for you and your family. Uh, Maybe even the best in the country. Uh, My personal experience working with the Chris Lindahl team is top-notch, A+. I got a lot more money for my condo than I thought in my head going into the process, and it literally sold a a full-priced offer within three hours of it going on the market. So uh, why don't you give... The Chris Lindahl team a call at 763-401-SOLD or stop by the website, chrislindahl.com, that's Chris with a K, and find out why the Chris Lindahl team is different than anybody else in town. They know how to market first and foremost. I mean, heck, you see Chris's mug and all the billboards around town. He will apply the expert marketing experience that he has accumulated to helping you make money off your home. The Chris Lindahl team at chrislindahl.com. That's Chris with a K. It's the number one REMAX results team. Chris Lindahl. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad. No, ma'am, we did not have a sense of humor we were aware of. May we come in? Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. Now on Mackey and John. Do you believe in past lives? Did we ever really land on the moon? Questions. What are the six degrees that separate you and Kevin Bacon? Of significant importance. All right, this has been a... An unexpectedly festive show with the Vikings MVP ballot conversation. Why do it's you guys fun. hate Case Keenum? Has we become today's question. He's, your... he's, he's been great. He's been great. Dave loves him. I love him. He's a great father. Is he? He's a father, right? I don't know. I have no idea if he but has he would, if, he, if he has kids, I'm sure he's a great father. Oh, I'm sure he is, yeah. Dave? Yes, Another great boys. father, Dave Harrigan. Oh, thanks, Phil. For sure. Yeah. I appreciate that. It's very kind of you to say. Wonderful compliment. I looked at the uh, NFL quarterback uh, playoff picture right now, and let's take out the Bradys, the Big Bens, you know, the guys that have been there, done that, blah, blah, blah. But let's just throw out these names. Bortles, Smith, Mariota, Foles, Goff, and Keenum. Rank them as far as who you would trust with your team. Not with the team they're on right now, but let's just say you've got a football team, you need a quarterback Mm. to win a game tonight. Rank them as far as what you've seen this year, who you're going to trust. Case would be number one on that list for me, and a lot of that's just I've watched more of him than some of these other guys this season. I don't trust Bortles, period, Um, so he's off. I wouldn't have trusted Case until this year, but Case has been given – you know, Case, here's your here's your sports car. Don't crash it, and he hasn't. So Bortles has been given a sports car and has crashed it like three times this year already. Uh, so Keeps I'm gonna, getting new ones, though. Yep. Um, Insurance is coming through for him. Case number one, Mariota has taken a step back this year. Alex Smith is the only other one. At least you kind of know what you're getting, and there's more upside with him this year. But, yeah, I think it's fair to put this version of Case Keenum number one among all those guys. Did, did you say, is this for a team that I'm building, or is this for 
immediately right this now. This is just you have generic NFL football oh, team who's got a playoff this? game today. you got to win the game today. And you need a quarterback. Who are you taking based right. on what you've seen? Keenum won. Keenum definitely won. If I can have McVay, Goff too, for sure. Uh, three, I would take Smith because he wouldn't lose the game. Wouldn't win it necessarily. Uh, Mariota, Foles, and Blake f- after that. And Bortles, I'm, I'm with Phil. I have I have no idea if this is sustainable for him or not. I can't tell. I mean, he's been great of late. He's been good for three games. But he's still Blake Bortles, and he scares me really, really bad. I think we call it, how will this end? Aaron Rodgers saying he definitely canceled. wants to play this Saturday night versus the Vikings as they make the trip over to Lambeau Field. Let's say he gets his wish. Let's say he starts and number 12 is under center for the Green Bay Packers. Mm -hmm. How will this end? It will end with him departing in the third quarter on a miserable night with the Vikings up uh, 27 to 10. It will end. He won't be hurt, but if he plays, he will not play the the entire game. It makes no sense. I believe the last forecast I saw is supposed to be two above at night in Green Bay. Uh, there is absolutely, if he plays, there is no reason to play him the entire game. Their playoff hopes are dead. So I think it ends with him walking off the field for the last time this season at some point, uh, either at halftime or at the third quarter with the Vikings up by a comfortable spread. You know, if he doesn't play, I think there's a chance that team could quit on Mike McCarthy. Which is what I don't want. Yeah. For, for the Vikings' sake. I want them to have one real game. But per the question, if he does play, yep. I think... There's a there. I think there's a gap between what Rodgers thinks he can do right now, coming off this injury, still sore, under throwing passes against Carolina. There's a gap between what he thinks he can do and what he can actually do. And the Vikings' defense is a lot better than Carolina's defense. There's a there's a gap there too. And he threw three picks, a couple close interceptions too. Um, I think it ends as maybe Rodgers' worst performance against the Vikings. And then, like Judd said, if the Vikings have a lead, now they it's possible because it's a road game and it's a divisional foe that you don't jump out to a huge lead, uh, that it still remains pretty close, like within 10 points or 7 points. But I see the Vikings winning either way. And if Rodgers plays, there's a chance he could get re-injured or something, just trying to be a hero. Because he's probably the only one, if, if it's Ted Thompson, Mike McCarthy, Aaron Rodgers, you know, rank the three of them regards to how much they care about Vikings revenge. Like you guys are all going to have chances in the future. Rogers, you don't Rogers, need, it doesn't Rogers. need to be immediate revenge. You can yeah. stick it to him twice next year Ted if you Mike want to. Ted and Mike won't care. But I, if I'm a Viking, I, I want Rodgers to play, and I want to, I want to bury the Packers in their own stadium uh, with Rodgers at the helm. Let's look at the Timberwolves. When it comes to what Tom Thibodeau wants, what he teaches, what he preaches, it's easy to say Jimmy Butler gets it. He's the ideal guy, and uh, everybody loves him, and he's fantastic in the system. He scores points. He plays great defense. Easy to say, right? Sure. Let's look at the rest of the roster. I want, uh, I'm want. i going to throw a bunch of names out here. I want you guys to put these guys into one of three categories. Okay. Either gets it, will get it, or no chance. Okay. Oh, he gets it. Either he gets it right now, we'll he get will get it, or he's got no chance, give up, because it's not even worth it anymore. Okay. okay. Carl Anthony Towns. He'll get it. Uh, definitely. He, he so will we'll get it? We'll get it. Yep. We'll get it. Andrew Wiggins. Zero chance. Zero oh. chance. Wait, there's a lot more red flags. I'm very concerned Ta- right now. Towns plays with passion. Towns cares deeply. Wiggins is a zombie. 
Look at those two personality-wise, yeah, energy no, he's level, not effort. At all. Yeah. He is a zombie four years in. All right. All right, that's fine. No chance. That's really bad to say, but okay. <laughs> Jamal Crawford. Oh, he gets it right now. He gets it for Jamal. I love that guy. Yeah, he gets it. He He's goes. The he goes a little rogue sometimes, and and he'll heat check himself. Although he did sink like a thirty footer from the top of the key with the shot clock winding down last he night. He nice. gets it in full. Jeff Teague. I think he gets it. I think Phil might disagree. That's but another I think guy who goes it. rogue a little bit. He loafs on defense. He's not going to change at this point in his career. So I'm going to say. He gets it, but chooses not to apply it sometimes. <laughs> he, he, he gets That's his it. report card? He's playing the playoffs. That's like, his report card? He gets it, Jeff but chooses not to class. apply it. Yeah. I think we'd all say Taj gets it because obviously he's oh, the yeah. guy yes, that... Uh, sure. Too much of it. Too Tom much playing Bra- time. Yeah, maybe Tyus Jones. Gets it. Uh, yeah, that's fine. For sure gets it. He, yeah. gets it. he I, plays with energy. Like he Tyus distributes. He gets the ball moving for sure. Should play more. And how about Gorgie? I'll say he will get it. I don't know if he's there consistently now, and I think part of that is is the step from starter to the bench. But I think he will. I'm with John on this one. I, you know, there's a here's where he get. You know what? I think he gets it. I think he's he's between gets it and will get it because at least what he understands about his own game is where he can shoot from, where he shouldn't. He knows that he's money. He's like 45 percent from eight, you know, whatever, 14 to 18 feet. And he's going to pop those jumpers. He knows the three spots on the court that he can get his shot off. And he's just kind of learning team defensive principles. So, you know, this is Gorgie is a good example of long two point jump shots are mostly inefficient. But if you looked at his numbers from 16 feet to the three point line, he's one of the best in the NBA outside of like the Clay Thompsons. He's great. Um, In fact, I'll try to find that during the break. I think he's like close to 50% from that range. He's got that one spot he never misses from. Whereas Wiggins is like 30% and keeps jacking them and sinking the offense. So of that big eight, then uh, the only no chance I believe you guys both gave is to To Wiggins. Max player. Yes, the guy who's going to make an average of $30 million a year starting in 2018. I want to know, how are you going to fix him? How are you going to do it? Oh, you just said there's no chance. Can you? Well, yeah, but I'm not the Timberwolves. I didn't just you think sign you could that run contract. <laughs> I think what? You could run the Timberwolves. You think you could run the Timberwolves? I never said that. No, 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 no. Not the Wolves. Wild, yes. Vikings, probably. Twins, I'd, I'd hire Phil for that. To I, help yeah, me that out. would be a disaster. I would just be in the Champions Club. I just eating, drunk the whole time. Myself no, I never, whole time. I never said I could run a basketball team. Let's make this very clear. I never said I could run a basketball I'd team. I'd hire Royce to run the Twins. He sucks. Cut him. Eye test only. Yes. Uh, we'll come back and uh, we, you know, we, we can mix in some Ask Mackie and Judd, too, on the other side of this. If we have time after unveiling or uh, veiling for the third time. Is it our, veiling? Our is veiling, late, right? Well, veiling would be hiding, so yeah. veiling would be completely incorrect. Um, revealing, again, I don't know, our song by the U-Log. But first, TCL TVs, America's fastest growing TV brand and uh, the third largest TV brand in the world. We're watching, we're actually watching NFL Network right now, a controversial play here from last night's game in 4K picture quality where we can see a fat offensive lineman's nose hair in the pile. Thanks to the 4K picture quality, you get with TCL TVs. This is a great time of year to do some shopping, make a big splash for someone in your family, a sports fan in your family. With the TCL 4K Roku TV and the P-Series, you get 4,000-plus streaming channels to choose from. So we're talking all of the major uh, professional brands like NBA, MLB, 
WWE Network. If you're me and you're a wrestling geek, watch ESPN, Fox Sports Go, Big Ten Network to go. You also get 450,000 plus movies, TV shows. It's America's fastest growing TV brand. TCL, stop into any major local retailer in the Twin Cities. Tell them Mackie sent you. The Mackie and Judd Show rolls on finally, finally. on fifteen hundred ESPN. As I lay in that uh, that surgery bed eight weeks ago, thinking about uh, this moment, uh, obviously saw it going a little differently. But uh, I'm proud of our guys for the way they played the last few weeks. Uh, today, disappointed I didn't play very well. Ryan under center. Tosses Freeman right side. Needs a block. Gets it. 20, 15, 10. Freeman will walk into the end zone for the Falcon touchdown. The Packers are done. The Packers are done. McCarthy and Thompson are hoping now they won't be gone. The Packers are done. The Packers are done. McCarthy and Thompson are hoping now they won't be gone. A broken bone derailed their season. Losing Rodgers was the reason. His crappy teammates couldn't get the cheese into the playoffs this year. They've only got a quarterback. A solid defense is what they lack. Fans at Lambeau are going back to the concession stand for more beer. The Packers are done. The Packers are done. McCarthy and Thompson are hoping now they won't be gone. I'm just wondering if you think Brett Hundley could have won a few more games if he chewed less bubblegum. <laughs> I don't think bubblegum. You know, Cam chews bubblegum. Do you notice yeah, that? He's right up there with Pete Carroll. Well, Pete Carroll chews bubblegum. Those are guys. I don't think there's a correlation between success or lack thereof in bubblegum. It just seems like it, it, it distracted him enough. That's the best case scenario. Vikings Packers this weekend, and Brett Hundley's the quarterback, and he's just got a wad of gum just in his left cheek. Gum and he can't even from he, his mouth. He can't even hear the play calls. He's just chomping. He's, he can't even call the audibles or the snap count. That's the that's one of my favorite calls ever. <laughs> Bubble gum. That was the problem. If they had just told him three years ago, kid, quit chewing the gum, you'd be fine. Go, Pat, go! Hey, Bill. Good, good to talk to you. I'm just wondering why McCarthy gave up on the running game when we knew uh, Aaron was just back, and it seems like everybody put the pressure on Aaron, and then our defense surely didn't show up. Uh, I don't know. Do you think we need a change both offensively and defensively? Go, Pat, go! I think they should relocate. How about special teams? I mean, if you're going to change offense, defense, shouldn't you change your special teams, too? Shouldn't you change the whole damn thing? That's a good point. Just blow it up in Green Bay. Go, Pat, go! Steve, how you doing? Hey, Steve. Or, hey, Bill. I'm, I'm you're a Steve. On the way. I, there you go. I am Steve. 
That'll never not be funny. That Timeless. Will, it'll never not be funny. I know. I'm on a bus. Oh, I am. Or is it the plane? I, I think it's going to win out. No, they're 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 eliminated. I'm the Steve. What a show. <laughs> Case Keenum, go Case. Yeah, that was You're fun. the best ever. If you missed any of MVP. that whole thing. MVP. Uh, Mackie and Judd On Demand, 1500ESPN.com and iTunes. And it's a Scoop Wednesday tomorrow. A little midweek oh, scoop, right? Is that confirmed? Scoops and Golic and everything. Boom. All right. It's tomorrow, by the way, too. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.